Hey everybody, welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name is Hunter Two. And we are here for week nine of college football. Not only that, we are here for the 100th episode of Going for Two. Uh, we started this back in football season of 2020. Uh, we have gone through every football season and baseball season since, and we thank you guys so much, really, just for sticking with us and for um, those loyal 30 listeners or so that are always here. We really do appreciate it. Um, all the Instagram questions, all the um, giving up on various teams, and just stopping in the middle of seasons. Um, thanks for putting up with all of it. Um, this really is a fun, uh, just just something fun for us to do every week, and we appreciate the support from it from the very beginning. Um, 100 episodes, Hunter. That really is really is hard to believe. Yeah, um, I, I think it's time to start the conversation. Are we in the top 1% of longest podcasts? Like, like just the, longest tenured? Like, it, yes. we have to be. Like, like, I mean, I person average... I personally know two podcasts that made it, like, single-digit episodes. And I think... If you did like the median like amount of episodes for a podcast, it would be like six. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they can't all be like going for two and pardon my take, you know. You know, just up there with the big guys. Right. So again, we we really do appreciate it. Like this number, we've kind of been eyeballing it for a few weeks now. Um, we knew it was coming up, so. We don't have anything special prepared for it, um, but maybe maybe Mississippi State will get a win in honor of it. So um, we're not we're not banking on that. But anyway, um, obviously we're going to look back at our first SEC win of the year, uh, Zach Arnett's first career SEC win as a head coach against Arkansas. We're going to look back at that. We're also going to look forward to the Auburn game, and then as always, we're going to get into our pickums and uh, the few Instagram questions that we have. Before all of that, um, we're going to continue the tradition of last week. We went away from AI motivation just to kind of change up the mojo. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recommend three things. I'm going to put you all on. A book, a movie, and some music. So, uh, Hunter, you established the order last week. What do you want to do now? Um, give, me the, give me the book first. All right. So, I've actually gotten into reading recently. Uh, I threw out Hunger Games last week. This is actually a book that I've read since I was 12 years old. Um, read this one not too long ago. It's called The River of Doubt. It's about Teddy Roosevelt uh, just floating down this uncharted river in the Amazon, and it's now named the Roosevelt River because of him. It's a book that just like, outlines his, his trip and all the struggles that he had with that. So it's pretty pretty inspirational. Yeah, that's what's up. But, um, These are all going to be equally as deep, by the way. Uh, Go ahead and give me the music. Okay. Um, You know, for this one, I just went to my liked songs and found a song that I probably liked when I was 17. Um, And it is Gold on the Ceiling by the Black Keys. Specifically the 2021 remaster. So I guess it wasn't when I was 17. But... um, yeah, there we go. I don't have any reason for that. Just one that I one that I remembered. And uh, that brings us to the movie, I guess, um, in which I will suggest uh, Fast and Furious 6. Um, it's the third highest rated of the Fast and Furious ser- uh, franchise. Uh, 
probably leading you to wonder why I wouldn't just request um, or suggest the highest rated one um, because I got to leave you wanting more. You know, that, that may come in a future future recommendation. Um, if a win streak starts, I'll be, I'll be recommending and putting all on books, movies, and music for the rest of the season. So um, you'll have to wait for, for the rest of the Fast and Furious series. But that's what I have uh, for you. you. Like a Yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I haven't seen any of them, um, but Vin Diesel, he drives his car, and The Rock, and Paul Walker, and they get mad. So yeah, yeah, they get. Real fast and real mad. I don't know. I've only read the books, man. Um, anyway, that's going to move us perfectly, perfect segue into Arkansas Review. You know it's a good segue when you have to say the word segue three times. Um, so, yeah. If you, if you watch that game, this is no surprise that it was the ugliest game since... Three to two, probably. It's like it's the lowest combined points in a Mississippi State win since 1980 against Alabama when we won six to three. Um, yeah, it was not fun. It was it, it was ugly. The only good thing about it was that we won the game. Um, I will say before we get into any real details of the game, somehow with all the abysmal start to SEC play that we had. We are still exactly where I predicted us to be record-wise. I had us losing that South Carolina game and obviously losing to um, LSU and Alabama, but ha- had us starting this uptrend to 8-4 and four here uh, at the Arkansas game. So somehow we're, we're where I expected us to be, um, but just not, not exactly how I, how I thought it would go. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, once you, once you get us started in this Arkansas game. Um, seven three. Uh, that's that's kind of wild. It was fun listening to all the other college football podcasts and then being like, a team one scoring seven, and it being about your team. Yeah, that was that was. It, it like, wasn't a Big Ten game. That they were like, it wasn't Iowa. <laughs> Mississippi State. Um. Yeah. Um. Arkansas's offense really really bad. Um, our defense hadn't uh, allowed less than 24 to an FBS team this season. Um, they scored three, and it was off of a first possession of the game interception. And yeah. Arkansas went ahead and got to work. Dan Enos um, has been fired. I think he got, like, a weirdly quite big buyout. It's like, yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. But yeah, Sam Pittman's the new play caller. Um, so that's fun. That cannot be serious. Um, our <laughs> offense looked really bad. Uh, I'm still not a Barbet fan. Uh, we faced 10 third downs in this game. We converted one. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a pretty easy uh, little math problem. Uh, 10%, yeah. I believe. <laughs> Check, checking with my sources. Um we, we tried a bunch of Mike Ride design runs, and it, it just didn't work. Um, 
they had a lot of penalties, no rhythm. Play calling scared, or like, it's not even like we were just conservative. It was just bad. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't like this about Barbe. Uh, even when the offense is going, I, I don't like his play calling. There's never any rhythm. The one mm-hmm. game where the offense looked quite good, it was Tulu was faster than a guy. That's not yeah. an offense. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was really bad. It was hard to move the ball, even down to the last possession that we had where, um, you know, we, we forced a turnover on downs. All we have to do is get a first down, and Arkansas is, will be forced to use all their timeouts, and we can just bleed the rest of the clock. Um, and we can't even get a first down. We get to, to third and three, and we can't we can't get the first down. So that makes uh, us have to go to Kyle Ferry for the um, Kyle Ferry for the for that field goal. He misses it. We we don't we blow our chance to um, to create an insurmountable seven point lead, and then that gives Arkansas another chance to uh, to get back in this game. And I mean, if they had come back and won that game. After our defense had just, I mean, I know Arkansas's offense is terrible, but if, if, if they had come back and won that game, I, I don't know that we would be I, doing a podcast right I now. I had no choice but to just expect it um, when that yeah, happened. Yeah, you're right. Because like, if I just didn't expect it, I was gonna die if it happened. So, mm-hmm. so I just went ahead, put myself in that point of view. I was like, you know what? Okay. Mm-hmm. If it happens like this, let it be. Yeah. But, uh, glad, glad that didn't happen. Right. I mean, I don't know. Something about that last possession, just not being able to get 10 yards on three tries, it it just rubbed me the wrong way. I, I mean, the missed field goal, I, that, that frustrated me for a completely different reason. Um, I just think that Kyle Ferry is an industry plant from, from Arkansas. But... Um, I don't know. That 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 last possession, for whatever reason, just just irked me. That um, the uh, the Pittman weird send the field goal out and then. No, that was earlier in the fourth quarter. Okay. Well, um, this was exactly just like sure. a, it all blended together. Yeah, this was just like a you know, regular turnover on downs. KJ just just couldn't couldn't make the pass. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean. Um, I get that. That'll move us into um, the, the something I don't really want to gloss over. I do think our defense looked a lot different this week, um, and, and they deserve a lot of the credit because you know all they heard, all we heard coming into this this season, at least. I mean, I know Arkansas's fallen on tough times, and KJ Jefferson you know, hasn't gotten quite the um, you know hasn't quite been talked about like he usually has, but. I mean, KJ Jefferson is a talented quarterback, and our defense handled it completely. I mean, made him have one of his worst games of his career. Um, I mean, I, I looked it up, and his 135 total yards uh, on offense is the lowest that he's had in a single game since Georgia at 2021. Um, and that's a game they got blown out 37 to zero. So obviously, the result of this game a little bit, a little bit different, a little bit closer. Um, but yeah, I mean. Huge credit to our defense. Buki Watson is the was the player of the of our, of our team and player of the of the week in the conference as well. Uh, Fourteen tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss. 
Um, I mean, he's quietly having like a great season. Like if we were at all uh, close to the top 25, I mean, I think he would, his name would be up there a lot for um, some awards, some possibly draft talks. I'm not really sure, but I mean, he, he really is putting together a great season. Got anything else on, on defense? I mean, you look at at how Arkansas scored in every SEC game. So far. 31 mm-hmm. against LSU, 22 against A&M, 20 against Ole Miss, 21 against Alabama, and, and then three against Mississippi State. Um, yeah, um, it's real weird. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what happened. I, I know Arnett said that, that he didn't take over, which he wasn't asked directly, but it, it looked more Arnettish. Yeah, I mean, and that, that it was definitely a function of getting more pressure. Right. I mean, Arkansas's offensive line may just make it look like we were, you know, sending more pressure than usual. But I mean, it, it really did look like that characteristic, like just that pressure-heavy Zach Arnett defense and. Um, I don't I know. Guess Maybe I that's can't just even say that about the offensive line. I mean, it didn't look like that against Southeastern Louisiana. Yeah, you're right. Like in a game <laughs> we won forty-eight to seven, I didn't didn't come out thinking the defense looked great. Right. I mean, it, it it really just seemed like a masterclass from from the defense. Um, I was. I, I was impressed. As as bad as the Arkansas offense was, and obviously they've they fired their offensive coordinator. Uh, nothing nothing was going right for them. But our defense does deserve a lot of credit for for what you just brought up about the, I mean the points they score against other teams. I mean, the Alabama defense, literally a week before they played us, they put up twenty one. So um, we were doing something right. Something that was something that was throwing them off. So um, I don't know if it's just something that we we saw and cooked up over the bye week or what, but. It, it worked, and we, we got an SEC win completely thanks to the defense. So, uh, What were your key plays of this game? Uh, I know there was many in a 7-3 victory. Um, yeah, yeah. Share some. Yeah, a couple of um, penalties that helped and hurt Mississippi State, uh, you know, right after the Justin Robinson, um, uh, you know, 30-yard catch on – third and long uh to extend a drive from our own end zone um he, he kind of negates that uh justin robinson does with a blindside block that negates a mike wright 63 yard touchdown run um so that was that was rough that could have you know created an and i've said this already but could have created an insurmountable 11 point lead you know um but uh that didn't happen and we ended up not scoring on that drive imagine that um, and then one that saved us was Xavier Thomas, uh, getting a false start, um, just for not being set when the snap, when the ball was snapped, um, Mike Wright fumbles this. What? Was that the, was that the snap that was rolling? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a rolling snap. Mike, Mike Wright couldn't get a handle on it. Arkansas picks it up and scoop and score. Um, and Almost score yeah. an insurmountable lead. Yeah. And it's funny, you could see Arkansas fans just being like, decline it, decline it. Um, but obviously, false start, which means the play never happened. So um, that was that was a fun one. Thank you, Xavion, for winning us that game. Um, but yeah, um, penalties give, penalties take away. Um, 
I'll, I'll take I'll take I'll take the result we got. So uh, those, those are my those are my fun little key plays. I, I, I won't say a win is a win, but I will say dogs win again. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think that that works out here. I've, I've I've heard this old like coaching saying. It's like there's no such thing as a as an ugly win, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. I've I've seen several of them this year. Um, like literally every every win we have, all four of them. But if we have, beat Arkansas seven to three in March, you'd be happy. <laughs> Depends on the sport, really. Actually, <laughs> doesn't depend on the sport. I'd be happy either way. <laughs> You know, that's another Chris. That that's another. Basketball. That's another Chris Jans masterpiece in like Fayetteville. I love the dentist because he makes you makes you smile. <laughs> Bud Bud Walton Arena would be fuming if we beat them seven to three in basketball. Um, but yeah, um, that's that's really all I have on the Arkansas game. Um, it, it was a win. It was an ugly win, but dogs win again. So. Or Arkansas, two and six. Yeah, not good. On a six-game losing streak, five of those in the SEC. The Razorbacks haven't that. been the same since we passed through Arkansas. You're right. I um, I, I don't think we're gonna finish last in the SEC, Hunter. I'm just gonna call that. You're just just calling your shot now. I don't, in the SEC West, it makes it even better. I um. I mean, it, this weekend kind of determines that, I think. All right. Um, why don't you get us started on our Auburn preview and all of its glory? Yeah, yeah. Auburn's here. Um, Hugh Freeze. Uh, they're three and four and on a four-game losing streak. All SEC games. Um, I could mm-hmm. not imagine being on a losing streak. Um, it's only winning streaks around here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it... Our our offense isn't good. Um, mm-hmm. Tell we me more. Seven, we're seventy eighth in total offense. Um, mm-hmm. Auburn is eightieth. Uh, they have a two QB system, Peyton Thorn. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what's the guy? I just Robbie Ashford. Robbie Ashford. I, I completely blanked on his name for a second. Uh, <laughs> last week they started the Ole Miss game with him. Confusingly. Um, didn't look like there was a plan going into that. Yeah. You, you know, you'd think Hugh, offensive mastermind. Oh, he brings out the unconventional quarterback. Surely there's a nice little play package here to start the game. It really wasn't. Um, Peyton Thorne isn't, isn't much better. Um, I really don't understand the difference between both of them. Because yeah, because Peyton can, can run a little bit, right? Yeah, Pey- Peyton, Peyton, like, a little like that's bit his also. thing. Yeah, like I mean, right now that's his thing. He's supposed to be able to pass, yes. I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's 15th in the SEC in passing yards with 845. Um, yeah, Oklahoma and Texas are not here yet. Um, Connor Wegman and Max Johnson both have more than Peyton. <laughs> and Wegman hasn't played since the Auburn game. Um, like a month ago. Uh, man, that's rough. Yeah, it's it's rough out there on the plains. Yeah. Um, only two receivers have more than 100 yards receiving on the year. 
Um, Jay Fair is at 241 yards. Jarquez Hunter, he has moments where he looks really good. Uh, last week, he had 400, uh, 145 all-purpose and two rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I, it's It's been a slow year for him, but watching their games, you're like, oh, wow, that's that's a that's a guy. Yeah. You, you can tell he's and, just not generic Auburn player number four. Right. He's been there for, for a couple of years now. I mean, I remember him playing in our game against us in 2021, I believe. Um, and, I mean, he's just been behind Tank Bigsby for the last couple of years, and he's finally the main guy there. And um, seems like he's – I mean, if last week was any indication um, – against Ole Miss. I mean, he's, he's, he's really picking it up now. So um, expect to, to see his name called a few times. Um, yeah, I, mean, I just look at these these names and these the numbers, really, and I'm just like, what is their offense? Like, what do they have to offer? Like, I, Jarquez Hunter seems like the, the player of their offense, but, like, I just – I'm not really sure what they, what they do offensively. Yeah. I mean, you have a quarterback who seven games into the year is has 845 passing yards. Like that's that's not good. Um, I don't I don't know. I, I I feel like I would be almost positive that we were going to win if if Will Rogers was was starting for us. I don't know. After last week, I just I don't know what to expect. Maybe, maybe Barbe was was keeping it vanilla for the Auburn game. <laughs> yeah, mm. we can only hope. Was was Dan Enos stealing our signs? It's possible. Who knows? He's, you know those Michigan connections that I'm I'm positive that he has. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I, I guess we'll talk a little bit more about our game when we when we make our picks later. But that's that's all I have on Auburn. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, they they are by yardage. Uh, I think it's a top five um, rushing team in the SEC. Okay. I I think that might just because that's what they have to do. I can't imagine right. that's what they would prefer to do. I mean, you brought in Peyton Thorne to do something. Yeah. kind of brutal out there and it's worse that i think that we're gonna lose to this team yeah i mean uh, i feel like we had a pretty okay defense last year uh all things considered and robbie ashford kind of made him look stupid um especially late in the game so i know it's a completely different team different coach different everything but i mean I don't know. I, I don't. I don't feel great about our defense, even after last week. I just. I don't know what to expect going into it. I don't know if we're gonna get, you know, uh, the Matt Brock that we've seen from you know the first five games, or um, I don't know, or if we're getting a Zach Arnett led defense. I, I no clue. But um, like I said, we'll talk about it a little bit more when we give our our score predictions and and players of the game. So. Um, that'll move us into our pick'em, um, and we got ten games here for you from all around the country. Starting off, game number one, we have number six Oklahoma at Kansas. Hunter, what you got in this one? Uh, Jaden, uh, Jaden uh, 
isn't playing, um, I will be taking Oklahoma. All right. I'm going to take Oklahoma as well. Um, that one's pretty easy for me. Um, game number two, we have South Carolina at Texas A&M. Uh, game, South Carolina won last year in, in uh, Columbia, but um, that was just a, a really, really, really bad Texas A&M team. I think they're a little bit better this year. Um, hit some hit some hard times, but I'll, I'll still take the Aggies in this one. Yeah, um, I'm going with talent here. Give me A&M. Yeah. All right, game number three. We have a neutral site game, a rivalry between number one, Georgia, and Florida. What do you have in this one? I think this game could be close, but I, I have to go with Georgia, even without Brock Bowers. They, we know they went out and got guys, uh, that wide receiver, Rara is there. Um, you know that he, he should be doing more than he's doing right now. Um, yeah. And I, th- I think they have guys that will fill that void, so I'll go Georgia here. Right. I'll, I'll go Georgia as well. Um I don't know. Florida really is like uh, for some reason that the the first game of the season against Utah is the taste I have in my mouth for Florida. Um, they've they're five and two. They've lost that one game against Utah and then one to Kentucky at Kentucky. Really, two really tough places to win. If we're being honest, um, Florida's a, a better team than I think they are. Um, but I, I'm still taking Georgia. I I just I don't think Florida's going to be the team to team to take them down um now when they play Ole Miss in a few weeks that's still not going to be the team to take them down but anyway um all right game number four we have number eight Oregon at number 13 Utah I'll start this one off um I just do you know what time this game is played is it early 3 30 okay um that would have influenced that influenced my de- that would have influenced my decision if I had known that, but I've already made my pick. Um, I don't know. You know, I had this will be. I, I know you're big on Utah at night. I will this will be one change. of those like the the camera is shaking. Um, like there's probably going to be uh, a special teams touchdown scored at some point in this game, preferably by Utah because that's who I'm going to pick. Um, yeah, I just I don't like Bo Nix on the road. Um, uh, and. I will be picking Bo Nix on the road. Um, right. Wish me luck for how long have we been doing this podcast? A hundred episodes. Because I'm pretty sure I've been saying don't pick Bo Nix on the road, and then picking Bo Nix on the road. I think you, you're 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 defeated on that one. You're not is undefeated. My, you're, is that my is that my brand? It's, it's certainly it's certainly a bad brand. Yeah. All right, so we're, we disagree on that one. That was our first uh, first disagreement. Next game, we have number 20, Duke, at number 18, Louisville. Uh, who you got in this one to start off? Uh, I have Louisville. I don't know why. Uh, I just went with home field here. Mm-hmm. That's, who, did, that's... who did Louisville lose to recently? Because um... they beat... Virginia I, beat North Carolina. I know who. I know who beat them. I know who beat. Them. But, but Louisville had the big win against Notre Dame. Let me look. This is great Pitt. podcasting for Pitt. Pitt. That's right. I was um, thinking NFL stadium. I was like, wait, what ACC team is in the NFL stadium? 
NFL stadium than I thought for five more seconds. Yeah. Um. So did you, did you say you're picking picking Louisville? Okay. All right. I'm gonna pick Duke. Um. Really, really no reason. Just just gonna pick Duke. Um. You're, that's probably one you're gonna you're gonna win, but I'm sticking with my know. answer. I don't even know who's favored. All right, getting game number six should be an easy one for both of us. We got Vanderbilt at number twelve, uh, Ole Miss. Um, I'm assuming we'll both take Ole Miss in this one. Uh, fun little stat is that uh, Ole Miss is eighteen and two in their last twenty home games. Um, any any guesses on what those two are, Hunter? Uh, no, I don't. What are they? Well, we're one of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming Alabama is the other one. That would have been last year. That would make sense. Yeah, so that's fun. Um, we are the most recent. Mike Leach is responsible for Ole Miss's most recent home loss. So he's he's still here. He's still hanging around. Um, game number seven. We have number 11, Oregon State at Arizona. Um I will start this one off. I'm going to say Oregon State. I, I'm just holding on to this. Like no team that we beat is gonna is gonna have a big win. Um, I, I'm picking Arizona because it is it is on brand for going for two to fall in love with an Arizona team and then keep on putting them on the top twenty on the pick'em. Yeah. Choices. So it's yeah, valid. I, I will be going with Arizona. Remember Jane right. Daniels at Arizona State? Yeah. We, we fell in love with him. We had him on here. All right. Um, game number eight, we have uh, number 21, Tennessee, coming off of a loss to Alabama at Kentucky. Who you got in this one? I don't know what Kentucky is doing offensively. Mm-hmm. The, the only saving thing here for Kentucky is it's at home, and they are a different team at home. Yeah. I, 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 Tennessee's different. Like, I, I know they went to Alabama and lost last week. Kind of fell apart late in that game. But the, the way they play this year is, is different. Um, I'm going to go Tennessee here. Uh, okay. I like their defense. I like their run game. Yeah. Um, I mean, is Kentucky coming off of a bye week? Is that right? I I didn't keep up with this that much last week. Not gonna lie. Yeah, they were like four. They were like four and five uh, and zero, and then they had back to back losses to Georgia and Missouri. I think they're coming off of a bye week, so uh, I'm gonna bank on them figuring something out. I'm taking Kentucky in this one. Um, I, I'm a big believer in the Kentucky at home thing because, first of all, I'm a Mississippi State fan, um, so I've seen it firsthand. Um, but yeah, I, I I I still think Kentucky's got something going on. I don't think Tennessee is very good, so taking Kentucky. All right, game number nine. It's the weekly game that Hunter bullied me into putting on to the Pick'em. That'll probably be better than I think it will be. Um, Every time we've got. UNLV at Fresno State. It's one of those that makes Courtney go, "Why is this even on here?" So, um, six and one bowl eligible teams. What more could you, you want? Um, um, yeah, I'm taking Fresno State. Yeah, 
I, I'm taking Fresno State too. I, I just I just like football. Uh, hmm? Sue me for like for liking late night FS1 football. Your papers will be coming. I'm okay. I'm literally suing you for that. The, um, the 9:30 slate this week is great. Oregon State, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, and UNLV, Fresno State. Look, I I will be I will be watching. Yeah. And then there's San Jose, Hawaii at 11. I like it. All right. And then America's Game of the Week. Uh, we both went Fresno State in that one. So uh, America's Game of the Week, Mississippi State at Auburn. Um, here's a fun stat. It's been, I know we brought up the whole, like it's been 70 years since Ole Miss has beat Auburn twice in a row. Um and they were able to accomplish that last last week. So now it's time for one of those stats for us. It's been since 2000, uh, like 98 through 2000, since we beat Auburn three times in a row. Um, so maybe a little little streak can get broken here because um, we beat them in 21 with the big comeback, 22 with avoiding their big comeback. Um, and uh, I'm sure we just have another another – Disaster of a win at this year, um, three to two esque. So, um, I am going to take Auburn in this one. I'll, I'm going to I'm going to keep it short. Uh, I'm going Auburn as well. Yeah. Score prediction. Um, I'll say Auburn seventeen to fourteen. I will say Auburn three, Mississippi State two. <laughs> Do you think your heart could take that? I don't know. I I really don't know. I think I would just I would I, I don't I'm not sure if staying off Twitter or staying on Twitter would be the best thing. I, I would need the laughs. Yeah. Okay, what Dang, what if it was suck. Okay, what what's worse? 3 to 2 or 5 to I don't know, seven to three was bad. Would five to four be like best game of all time? What about six to five? The six was all safeties. What about what about <laughs> seven to five? But the seven wasn't a touchdown. The seven thank was you, two safeties. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Iowa, for that box score last year. <laughs> Was that what the final score of one of their games I th- was? I think they had seven points and they didn't score a touchdown. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I have to go find it because I'm almost positive it happened. Man. All right. Um, so I said... Dakotas? <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember them. They, I think they lost to North Dakota State. It like, was seven to ago. three. The South Dakota State, and they didn't score a touchdown. I hate this. I hate it so much. I love this team. All right, so we both picked an Auburn in this one. Um, it worked out uh, well when we both picked Arkansas last week. So if you hear this and you're offended, just know we're doing it for the brand. Um, I said 17-14. You said 3-2. to two. Um, <laughs> I'll start off Offensive Player of the Week. Um, I, I, I don't know. 
um, Woody Mark's ankle, maybe? Or hamstring. That, or hamstring, just hamstring. his lower half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I don't think I've picked him yet, and uh, maybe, maybe that's the reason he gets hurt every week. I don't know. Um, I'm going to do something that I don't, I don't know the last time I did this. Give me Cole Smith. All right. He had a really bad possession. Um, After against, they talked uh, about him. Yeah. It's a, it's inevitable. But he had, like, was it three false starts in the same drive? Were they all him? And they were like, the crowd's really loud down here. It's deafening. And then you just see people on their phones. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. Um, so you're taking Cole Smith. I'll take Woody Marks' lower half. Um, defensively, who you got? Um, I would like to take our punter, but he was bad last week. Very um, bad. Yeah, like quite. How do you punt like eight times and average 30 yards? You're on the 50, you need him pinned inside the 10, he'll give you a 30 yard punt. You're on your 10, you need the flip field position. He'll give you thirty yards. He'll get it to he'll get he'll get it to your opponent's forty. I promise. Um, I'm gonna go Sean Preston here. It seems, seems like it's been it. the easy choice lately. He he always makes a play. Always we'll always make a play. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll take. Uh, I don't know. I'll take Buki. Um. Yeah, I don't know. He just. He got that lime mentality, you know? Okay. <laughs> I love... Uh, did you see that interview? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I just watched lion videos. <laughs> when he All put, right. Remember when he did his portal tweet? <laughs> I hated that. He was that. like, I was joking. <laughs> I didn't like it. All right. Um, well, that will be it for the pick 'em. We'll post that, and uh, please remember to send in your picks. Um, do want to give a shout out to Rusty Witten, DPT, for uh, Doctor Doctor Physical Therapy. That's what that stands for. For all of you who didn't know. Um, so uh, yeah, perfect ten and zero week for Rusty Witten, Doctor of Physical Therapy. Um, I'm just super super proud of him. Um, don't know. When he started following us, but he has been on fire with his picks ever since. Two weeks in a row for Rusty Witt and Doctor of Physical Therapy um, at top of our leaderboard. So, congratulations, Rusty Witt and Doctor of Physical Therapy. All right, um, and just for a little update on our pick'em, uh, Hunter went six and four last week. I then went five and five, and his season lead is four games. So, congratulations, Hunter. That will move us into uh, our one Instagram question. It comes from Brooks Taylor, and uh, it is simply, could this game save or end our Nets tenure? I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I hope that regardless of the outcome of the games, the decision comes down to Selman. Um, Selman mm-hmm. looks at the situation, looks at who we have, leading and he's he just thinks to himself is this who I'm 
pitching my career to. Yeah. And I, I hope that's what decides it more so than games. Yeah, and it, I, I think that if me and you or the average fan can look and see that you know Auburn is not a great team, a four-game losing streak or however long, and um, have not won an SEC game yet, like another you know seven to three win isn't gonna just impress me all that much and you know I, I feel like an athletic director can look and see say, see and, and see and say the same thing um you know ultimately just like you said is this who zach selman wants to base his entire career on i mean this is his first chance to be to be an athletic director um is is this what he wants to to really risk it on I hope that the result of a seemingly meaningless game in the SEC standings will not uh, will not be enough to, to keep Arnett around. Um, not saying I want him gone, but you know he's he's got a lot to prove very quickly. Um, yeah, like I said, that was our only Instagram question for the day. So that will wrap up this episode. Um, again, want to give you guys a huge shout out. 100 episodes. Um, you know, it, it's been just a, a really cool outlet for me and Hunter to talk about um, sports and uh, you know, just talk about Mississippi State. Uh, we've had some some really really fun teams and some fun games um, in baseball and football. We've had some really really bad teams and and games in both sports as well. Uh, this year, we do hope to get into basketball, so we have that to look forward to. Um, but yeah, we, we look forward to finishing up this football season, and hopefully there will be several more wins to, to, to come and talk about. But as for right now, 100 episodes, it's a lot to uh, be thankful for. Thank you guys so much for listening. For Hunter 2, I'm Jack Taylor, and thanks for listening to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. everyone to the 100th um, going for two after show today's topic is um so at the end of the podcast i was i was going through the mississippi state roster and i i pressed the little cart icon uh underneath the player's name um and we're gonna play a little game um mm-hmm. it's gonna be guess how much for an autograph We will start out with Jack Weir. How much do you think an autograph costs from him? $15. Oh my gosh. Okay, we will move along. Hayes Hammond. $400. It's $633. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Now let's go for a post on social media. Would you like to start with Hayes Hammond? What do you mean a post on social? Like just that, with him? That is that is one of the offers. He will post on social media for you. $633. $38. And <laughs> I am I am off. Nah, just give me a player. Let's just look at their look at their numbers. Um Keelan Crimmins. What number is he? <laughs> I gotta be like eighty something. Eighty six. 
Um, is he 80s or is he like 30s? I don't know, man. I can't find him. Um, I will find him quickly, though. So, you know, this is this is what the people come for. But mm-hmm. this is a shocking revelation. It's honestly crazy. Um, let, let me. Where's Patrick? Is he on the team? He's 83. So you were right. I, I like the after show like this. Um, for Keelan Crimmins, um, uh, I'll give you options. You can get a shout-out from him. Keelan will record a video for you. You can get a post from him. You can get an appearance from him. He will attend your practice or event. Or an autograph. Or pitch anything. Keelan will respond to your custom request. Which one would you like to know how much it costs? How much would it cost for Keelan to come to your event? $104. (laughs) But it's $633 for an autograph? Hmm, man. Keelan Kermans, I will give you 25 big ones if you autograph something for me. Um, I remember Mississippi State football players just not signing stuff because they weren't nice. Now, they're not signing stuff because, you know, if you're broke, just say that, you know? Like... If the loyal listeners of Going for Two send us $5 each, we can get a post from like three random football players promoting the podcast, and it could be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Rylan mm. Goaty, I can't get one from you? Okay. Whatever Dang, will I do? bro. Like, imagine just Nick Barmiri just posting about us. <laughs> it just scenes. $10 for a video from him? Yeah. $46 for an autograph? From okay, who? From uh, Nick Barmiri. Hmm. Kicker from UCLA. Yeah. Uh, I just thought this was interesting. See how much Steven Lasoy is. $38 for a post. How much for Mike Wright? For a post? Yeah. $200. $109. What? Who comes up with the number? $64 for an appearance at your practice or event? Kind of a W. Can we get him on the pod? That'd be kind of a fun one. If 10 people send us $5, we will cover the rest to get Mike Wright on the podcast. <laughs> we will try our hardest. <laughs> All right, is that the end of the after show? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye, everyone. See ya.